dietitian. And I'm Tara, a journalist. We're mums of little ones and we're also sisters. New Mums Nutrition is a podcast that helps you optimize your nutrition and thrive in this season of life. Hey everyone, today we are talking about body acceptance, body image, and what it is like to look in the mirror when the baby's on the outside. We've been doing some research and it turns out we're not the only ones who were a little bit surprised by how they how we looked. In fact, lots of people's bodies change physically. Sorry, by lots of people's, everyone's body changes physically. Especially during pregnancy. And especially in the postpartum period. And the physical changes don't just have to be about your belly or your skin. They also include things like varicose veins, loose skin, acne, hair loss. And even just, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've bought so many bras in the last three years in all different sizes. With underwire, without underwire. Sorry to um, anyone who didn't know that about me. Lana, I'm about to pick your brain. Some studies have shown that actually women right from the beginning of their pregnancies have an unrealistic expectation of what a postpartum body looks like just because society doesn't always show us what it's actually like sometimes we have an unrealistic expectation even before pregnancy and then when we become pregnant it's just we're confronted with it in a different way and we're having to challenge it again and so maybe if we haven't thought about it before pregnancy comes along and we might have our original unrealistic expectations and then the pregnancy expectations of our body and what it should do and what it should feel like and how it should look. Like you and I had very different shaped bellies. Yeah, like I carried so low and Tara, you carried like quite high, like a basketball was shoved up your shirt. But even for me, like having a belly that was lower, I expected a a nice neat package and my belly just hung low. And so actually that was something I wasn't even expecting, even though I'm constantly thinking about how we can be thinking more positively or even just uh, have a more neutral attitude towards our body so yeah so there's a lot of different ways we're confronted by it all the clients I see it comes up in conversation what your body's like now and this feeling of out of control Um, it's not the way we thought it would be and it just seems to be running on its own track that we can't really do anything about it. It's interesting you mentioned the out of control aspect because one of the studies I looked at about the perception of body postpartum talked about pregnancy is this out of control period of time where our bodies are doing these things by themselves and we don't really have much control over our body developing, you know, a tiny human. But postpartum is this time where we falsely believe that we actually are in control because we're no longer pregnant and our bodies are no longer creating a person. Mm. And so this false belief that we are in control of our bodies again in the postpartum period actually leads us to feel more like a failure. And even the study that I was looking at uh, said something very similar, that even when it comes to weight around pregnancy and postpartum, there's this idea that you know it doesn't really matter and women felt like sometimes less pressure because pregnancy was sort of the coverall and they didn't need to worry about what their body looked like or anything like that so that there was some comments in the research about that but then as soon as it hit postpartum it was the expectation that oh no now I'm fat and there are all these different things and I really don't like using the f word as in fat but that's what this research paper 
talked about that this is how women were describing themselves from automatically hitting the postpartum period and that's yeah my heart just breaks and I've seen women feel that way from even as early as five weeks postpartum you've mentioned that you often have these conversations with clients what would you say to someone who was really unhappy with their body post-birth part of it would be exploring your own expectations what are you sort of expecting this this postpartum journey to look like and what do you want to get out of it in terms of the person that you want to be so actually digging really deep we're not even starting with food actually going down into the reason why you want to make the change and what has shaped that expectation for you and that could be yourself that could be other people it could actually be feeling really uncomfortable because sometimes like you know you might be constipated after giving birth and that's uncomfortable and then if you're breastfeeding you might be having trouble with that you might be having milk leak everywhere Uh, you might not have showered for who knows how long and so there's all these feelings of feeling uncomfortable and so what I like to do is um, shift it into simple positive things that we can do to honor our bodies and the way that we're feeling. And obviously being a dietitian, I use food in that or even helping to just have really realistic expectations around what we're eating and how we can shift. I, really, it is about shifting the focus, right? Like all of this is when someone comes in with negative body image unpacking and exploring that and being okay to sit in that for a little bit i think sometimes our food choices can be motivated by really negative things where we end up doing really extreme things to help change our bodies quickly so that then we can stop feeling these these negative emotions what i like to do is shift it into positive things and more from an angle of how can i care for my body that has just grown a human being and has gone through a massive change so you mentioned that our perception of ourselves can impact even our our food choices our approach to nutrition yeah i see that with clients who restrict a lot of their food because they're trying to be good and they're trying to eat really healthy and really strict i noticed you're using inverted commas yes. for all of these yes thank you you know we try to anytime there's a lot of severe restriction you know it's that classic meme right where someone you know eats salad for lunch and just skips breakfast has salad and then at night just has a whole packet of Tim Tams and the rest of the pantry. It's like the very hungry caterpillar. (laughs) Yeah. And so actually the more we restrict, the more likely we are for setting ourselves for a period of overeating or a binge. That, That restriction comes out of that negative framework. And so if we shift the focus, which mind you, I'm making it sound like it's really easy, but it can be really hard when you're living in a body that you feel uncomfortable with. Well, some of the things I work to do is help actually make you physically feel better with the power of good food. Can the opposite be true as well? So you talked about body image affecting us negatively in terms of some people going to the restriction side of Mm. things. Can we actually find ourselves overeating or emotional eating? And part of that, that could be showing itself in that overeating or a binge after a restriction or it could just be doing that comfort eating and that emotional eating because there's a lot of change that's happened in life and if you're already someone who's prone to emotional eating and the stats show that 70% of us are emotional eaters so if that's already something you know about yourself then you're putting yourself in 
a pressure cooker almost by being in the postpartum period because you're sleep deprived, which makes food choices even harder because we know that when people have less sleep, they tend to, to crave sweeter foods. That's another factor that's sort of playing against you as well. And so uh, emotional eating, if that is you, it can be really worthwhile to seek help for that because we know that with emotional eating, the more it goes on, actually the more food you need to feel that sort of relief and satisfaction. If right now it's taking you know a certain amount of food, maybe in a few months you might need one and a half times that amount of food. Those numbers I'm just plucking out of the air, but I've got a graph in my head where it just it um, gets bigger and bigger the amount of food that you need to feel that relief from emotional eating. So the earlier you can get on top of it, the better. So what do you want people to know when it comes to their bodies and their body image and nutrition? The first thing is to have really realistic expectations and almost potentially to have no expectations, right? Like everyone's body is different. Even like we're sisters, we share similar genetics, but our bodies do different things. Even looking at the research, every everyone is different. And so I think have realistic expectations and the comparison game can be so strong. Um, and people are comparing your baby with other babies and your body with them themselves when they were pregnant years ago and so i think it is be realistic remember that comparison is the thief of joy and to start on small simple changes that are going to nourish your body and make it feel good start from that place as opposed to punishing your body because nothing good and long-lasting comes from that it's incredible what our bodies have done and the recovery after that and you know so you know, when we're sitting on the lounge, you know, on our maternity pad with, you know, sweat, boob sweat and whatever other gross kind of things are happening to us. It's hard to remember to be kind to our bodies, but actually they're champions. And I think as well, uh, the research talked about this feeling of being out of control. And so particularly for women, I think sometimes we can be kind to ourselves in that first month because, you know, it is really tough. We're sleep deprived, but some of the research found that it was the greatest body dissatisfaction was actually at six months. So when you feel like you're getting a bit more of a handle on life, potentially, we have this expectation that everything should be back to normal, whatever that is, as quickly as possible because other things are sort of getting into a routine and a rhythm. There, are The reasons could be that it's there's this negative body image that started during pregnancy your body is changing and it is out of control but you sort of can reason that you know you've got a baby in you and stuff but then when postpartum hits it's just this your body is still changing even a few months in and so it's not just recovery from the birth itself in that 12 week period but even further on from that so and so i think if you are struggling it's really important that you seek help. And so great first place is actually having a chat with your GP because it might be that you, this could be a flag for postnatal depression or something like that. Or you might need help from a from a dietitian or a physio because um, all your pelvic muscles have been moving around and everything like that. And so actually seeking help and reaching out uh, is a real strength 
and we just want to flag that it might not be food related that is the thing and so yeah it's really complex but we just wanted to to talk about it because it can be such so freeing learning to uh, accept the new body that you're in I think that's right I think we've all got experiences where we have not been satisfied with how we look and I think it's helpful to remember that actually our body image does impact our nutrition Mm -hmm. and our eating behaviors sometimes are a red flag that something's not quite right with how we're feeling about ourselves or about situations as well and so it's good to be mindful of these things and it's also good to be reminded that these things are not because you didn't work hard enough or you didn't do a good enough job or you've done something wrong if you have other thoughts on this topic or if you've got an experience or something you found really helpful we would love for you to share it in our facebook group new mums nutrition if you're not a member please jump over to facebook and have a search for new mums nutrition because I'm sure that we've missed something. This is a huge topic and we could have multiple episodes on this. And so we'd really love to continue the discussion with you over on our Facebook group. Now, New Mums Nutrition is a podcast by Lana Hirth and Tara Singh. Lana Hirth is an interpartum dietitian and she helps new mums optimize their nutrition so they can live life to the full. Now, Lana is an accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist with a specialized interest in postnatal nutrition. She's also a Nutrition Plus dietitian. That's an international organization specializing in women's health and pre and postnatal nutrition. Any advice shared on new mum's nutrition is general in nature, does not replace individualized medical advice. Thank you so much for joining us. If you found this helpful or you know a new mum or a mum with her third or fourth kid, please let them know about our podcast. It's been lovely to have you with us and we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now.